Hi, we are Squall and Lucy, and it is a Wednesday night. It is a Wednesday night. We're podcasting now, aren't we? We are. Oh, okay. Was I supposed to say something about it being Wednesday? Like, was I supposed to say the date? Something like that? I don't know. Was that why you pointed the microphone at me? It's July 18th. July 18th? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So there you go. I did something. That's something. Where are we? Good. We're still in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes. Yeah. As you told me last time, I had to say just Indianapolis because people know what that is and I don't have to say the state. I mean, it literally has the name of the state inside. Inside of it, yes, you know. Indianapolis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am slightly ridiculous. But what have we been up to since in the last week? Oh, what what did we do? We had some friends come from Nashville. Yeah, we had some friends come from Nashville. So for like the last what, three days, we were hanging out with them. It was good fun. We all biked around the loop around downtown on the cultural trail. And um, they only had room to bring like two kids' bike and an adult bike. So they brought my bike. And it's a good thing I brought that Razor scooter. Because mm-hmm. I ended up Razor scootering about... 10 or 11 miles over a couple of days. <laughs> Which is slightly insane. I feel like you must have very good stable ankles now. <laughs> it wasn't too bad when you're, when you're, like I use the Razor scooter at home when the kids go biking and I, they're not biking very far and I don't want to be like bored, you know, having to wait for them. So it gives me a little extra challenge. So it's kind of the same thing just over a larger scale where, you know, you got a bunch of kids are going kind of slow and I can just scoot. So I didn't mind it. The next day when I had it, it was just me and the one guy biking. We were, um, I was trying to go fast. Um, how did that? My legs hurt. <laughs> I was wondering how that would go, huh? Yeah. And I, I'm sure I could have sh- slowed down, but I, you know, I, I wanted to. I didn't want to bog us down, because then I would have felt like maybe I should have rented a bike. But I was also too lazy to rent a bike. So. You are slightly crazy like that. Like, you don't <laughs> like to rock the boat at all somehow. Yeah. I don't know. And so you will do, like, crazy things in order to keep up with whatever you have in your mind you're going to do. Yeah. I guess that started in our relationship when I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick you up, like, before we were dating. Mm-hmm. And you thought I was down the street, but really I was, like, probably 40 minutes away from that place. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll pick you up, no big deal. Of course, that was also me, like, liking a girl. Yeah. (laughs) But you're just kind of crazy like that. I'm just like, I'm going to complain about this and not do this. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this crazy thing. (laughs) I think you like challenges and such. Yeah, it's good to challenge yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So what, should we explain what happened to the crazy scooters on this city? Like, I don't oh. know. I mean, we're not at Sorry or anything. I guess we're not the, the sole place you get this information from. But yeah, we were, the first week we got here, we were, it was quite interesting how many of these little motor, motor scooters were all around the city. You know, people were riding them on the bike path and riding on the street. And they'd just be left, you know, next to buildings and all that stuff. And um, apparently it's a big trend where you have these, startups they started in like san francisco um one is called lime and i don't remember what the other one is called but they're scooter rental companies and it's like um, bird was the name oh of bird, bird yeah lime lime and bird i think are the two um and 
Here you have an app that you use to actually rent the scooter and you can leave the scooter um, Pretty much wherever anywhere. you want. Yeah. Now, though, actually, there's an extra bit of information our friend Russ was explaining to us that um, <clears throat> they actually will refund you some money if you return it to a charging station. Hmm. Like, you can leave it anywhere you want, but if you do decide to return to the charging station, you'll get refunded some money. And there's some people who will go around just returning scooters to charging stations because they'll get the refund. Hmm. Like, that would, you don't even have to go on the ride. <clears throat> anyway... So they have these, and these things, of course, are all, like, on GPS and stuff. That's why the company, you know, is okay with you leaving it anywhere so they can find it. Um, but basically, what, the way they work is these companies just descend on a city and start distributing hundreds of scooters. And they don't tell the authorities, and all of a sudden, it's just this big thing. And then the government tries to clamp down on it, and the scooter company ignores them for a few weeks. And then maybe, you know, the whole thing comes to a head. That's apparently what happened, uh, like about a week ago. Is they they started these scooter things in in mid to late June. They were out for a few weeks. They immediately got a cease and desist from the city. They ignored it for a while, and then um, I forget exactly what happened. But then at a certain point, the scooter companies actually pulled them off. They caved into the political pressure, but um, and that's why they all disappeared last week. Yeah, it was weird. I was just like, wait, yeah. where did all the scooters go? Because I actually might have rented one last week. I thought about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, but then, yeah, so we finally we looked this up. We're like, what happened? Something weird happened. Um, and they did pass um, legislation at the state level uh, to regulate the scooters. So they the scooter companies have to pay like a, a yearly license and they have to pay like $1 per day per scooter or something like that. And I don't uh, think they want to do that or something. Yeah, the jury's still out if they're actually going to do that because A, the scooters haven't returned, and B, you know, any article I read, they were like, those are AAA regulations, blah, blah, blah. So who knows if we'll see scooters again. Um, but apparently this has been happening in lots of cities. Apparently Nashville confiscated, like, hundreds of scooters. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah. Be interesting. I mean, in theory, the idea is a nice idea that you are having less cars and easy way to get through traffic and such or whatever. But I guess it does, like, it did feel a little bit like I was living with my toddler in the city. Like, <laughs> yeah. because there were, like, things just thrown everywhere. Like, scooters were just pretty much everywhere. And it just, yeah, I don't know. It definitely didn't make it pretty, I guess. I don't know. And they, you were saying that a lot of people were, or not a lot of people, but there were some users who would, like, leave the scooters in places that they just were not acceptable. Yeah, I heard about more more about that one, reading about it in San Francisco, where the, the sidewalks are really tight. It's just, like, you know, leaving it in front of somebody's doorway for somebody's business or whatever. That was actually, that came up in the Indiana legislation, where they, um, they have, like, a fine for an actual user of the scooter's uh, like a $25 fine if they leave it on like a wheelchair ramp or something like that. Um, and they also have a requirement that the scooter company um, does certain kind of education initiatives to educate scooter users on safe and proper use. How would they go about doing that? Would they just like make them sign a waiver? Probably. You probably have some in-app education or something like that. And uh, I understand and agree. Checkbox. It's probably the simplest way to do it. Yeah. 
Like, you have to watch a video. I mean, think about it. There's a, there's a lot of potential for things to go it's, wrong. I mean, it's, I mean, it's probably a good idea. I don't think it's not a bad idea. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics yeah, of how I mean, you make that happen. A bunch of people on motorized things, on sidewalks. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Collisions. I would think you'd want to wear a helmet. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe not. I mean, Maybe not going that fast. I don't know. At least you're down lower that you're less likely to flip over the handlebars. I'll give them that. I think that's part of the appeal of the, of the scooter as, as a kind of a last mile transportation, especially in a dense urban area where you might have to park far away or, you know, maybe you want to avoid taking a car into downtown in general. Is that like, okay, it's this thing you don't need to worry about like workout clothes. You don't have to worry about getting grease on your ankles or whatever. Um, you don't have to worry about necessarily about a helmet. You don't have to worry about sweating a lot. There were a lot of like ladies in like their um i don't know their work outfits like is yeah. in their their skirts and their um or their dresses going on these scooters so i guess it is something that you could do that and yeah. yet still feel like you're not you're not like you're not biking i guess i mean i can bike in a dress but i know it's not everybody's cup of tea to do that yeah and it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't require you to really exert yourself on a scooter. Right, yeah. You just have to have some balance skills. But I found, you know, going in the bike, like, there's something self-regulating about the bike path, being a cyclist on it, where you're not going as fast because it's a little bit more of a confined quarters. I'm not having to compete with cars. I'm not feeling pressured by cars to go fast. And I have to go around pedestrians and stuff. If I'm taking, like, a casual bike ride to, you know, from our place here to somewhere downtown or whatever, like, I'm not generally, like, sweating a whole lot. Oh. You also I, don't, aren't, aren't pulling 70 well, yeah, pounds pulling, behind you. Pulling a kid trailer, that changes things. Also, all the stops, too. There's lots of stops. There are a lot of stops. But if I was, if I was biking I mean, the same distance on the street, I would get there faster, but I bet I'd be sweating more. I mean, honestly, I don't think I'm sweating, like, ridiculously so or anything. It just, I definitely feel like there's a workout. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, the lack of hills, too. Like, I remember when I would bike to work, when I was only, you know, a mile and a half, two miles away from work. Um, you know, and I barely had any traffic. And I actually had a part that was, like, really quite cool where I would bike through the woods uh, going downhill. But at the very end was a big uphill incline coming out of the valley. And, you know, if it was reasonably hot, I could be kind of drenched in sweat when I get to work. Just from that one I mean, little hill right there. that's a big hill, yeah. So what did we discover today? We discovered something today. Oh, yeah. We discovered... Monorail. A monorail. They have a monorail here for their hospital system. And I guess their hospitals work together. Somehow they're all associated with the Indiana University. Yeah, it's a single hospital system, but it's over like three or so different campuses, campuses that are within like three-ish miles of each other. Yeah. So they have a monorail or a people mover, as you call it, between them all. They were fun. I've heard of this before. There's a university. I, I forget which one, though. There's a university that has a people mover just like this. I learned about it not that long ago, and I cannot remember what it is. Is it somewhere northern or southern, or what is it? I do not know. 
Because I was reading about the people mover a bit, and it was saying that it can run all the way down to zero degrees Fahrenheit, but it can't run when it's colder than that. Oh, interesting. I mean, they have to do a lot to just, like, shut down our our, um, our rail, our, our rapid, including... Yeah, if it gets really inclement weather. Right. I do remember that. Gosh, I used to drive the, or ride on that every day. But it was interesting. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of fun. I think in some ways you could actually just use the canal and get on. It seemed like at that station because the one campus is right beside the canal. I don't know. It makes me want to go back on it. But I yeah, it's kind of fun to do that. My Google search is not turning out anything for the people mover that I was thinking of. Hmm. Shucks. Because that'd be kind of an interesting thing is to just go visit all the people movers. That would be a very, be I mean, because the only <laughs> other thing that I think of, like, monorails are, like, theme parks. And I don't really want to do that. But, yeah. like, people movers that are in, um, you know, cities like this, that would be kind of interesting to see other places where they are. And then, I guess the canals here, like, can you think of another city in the U.S. that has, like, a canal like this, like, that's set up so nicely? And... Not really. I mean, I, it was dark, but when I was in Richmond, Richmond kind of had something like it where you could walk down and had a nice kind of canal with, you know, finished brick all around it, but it wasn't nearly as big. I'm trying, like... Places like New Orleans that are, like, right on the water, do they have any areas that are Venice-ish-like or something, almost? Or do they not? I don't know. I don't know enough yeah, I about... Know. Oh, I know what who has a canal. Or they have a river. No, it's a river in San Antonio. See, that? that's that's a picture of Richmond. That's a lot, like, the kind of stuff we yeah. see here. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's... So there's some other somewhere. cities that have it. Yeah. It is really pretty. I was amazed at, like, how beautiful it was. I, just, I look I want to, you know, go for a run on it at least one more time. I felt like, though, that this, it just seems like they're trying to do some things to make the city look beautiful here. They're trying pretty hard. It's pretty cool. Like... There's the downtown, if you consider the downtown, all you know, sorts of stuff around it where you'd want to go do something, and it's kind of all together. It's actually kind of a pretty big area. Like It does seem quite large. You can, you know, you can, you got the nice, like it's a large area of things you might actually want to like walk or ride, and you're not, you don't really run into a part where you're like, ah, I don't really want to be there. Like, you know, if you go from like, Massachusetts Avenue and all the stuff you can eat there, um, you know, over to, you know, either the library in the north or, like, you know, their actual center of the wholesale district, you know, downtown, like, near the mall and all that stuff and the and the, the circle and the war monument. Um, and then you could keep going and you'd end up at the, the you know, park area or the zoo or the museums. Um, there's something a little bit north there, too, the university, the canal. Yeah. That's a pretty large area of stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, that are very touristy area oriented, I guess. Or at least things that you would want to get out and do in your city. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. 
was I thinking about? I don't know exactly. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it just seems like they're trying to make you want to be here. And maybe that's just in general, like, because cities, people moved out of them and then moved into the suburbs. And I guess there's still a decent, huge population in the suburbs, but perhaps people are moving more back in. And maybe this is like a city that is able to do things to make you want to be in the city. Seems like every, because it seems like a lot of cities had a kind of a downturn in the 70s or 80s. And a lot of them responded in different ways to try to recover that because there has been a, you know, kind of all across the country, a kind of influx of people moving back in the cities, like a, a reverse white flight, um, which of course has led to the quote unquote, you know, some effects of gentrification, um, as people say it, um, some cities worse than others, but, um, Definitely in the cities we've gone to, like, you can tell when, you know, either the government or, you know, private institutions in conjunction with the government, like, try to advance a broader vision and actually try to make something cohesive. I mean, Cincinnati is a great example where, you know, they literally, you know, kind of hit rock bottom and having race riots, you know, what, 10 or 15 years ago, and some big private investors you know, came in and, and were like, let's get stuff done. And they didn't stop building. Um, and they, you know, they worked with the government on that. And Indianapolis, you know, I, I haven't read much in the history, but at some point somebody got the idea together to put a big, cool path through much of the city. <laughs> and now everybody's using it. Yeah, how many riders do, do you see go on, like, about... 600 or something? Oh, I, I was riding over 600 last night when I was coming back from the restaurant to pick up my credit card that I left there. So that was about 9.45, 10 o'clock. I mean, like, like in a city, like, 600, rider, 600 people is not that much. Well, that, but was, that that's, doesn't that's count. That's a far outpost of it, too. Yeah, and that doesn't count um, any walkers, I've noticed. It doesn't count anybody who's just walking on there, and yeah. it doesn't count doesn't count me ever when I have, like, two kids behind me in the trailer and my bike for some reason. It only counts single bike riders. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> it's really, like... I think I'm guessing there's a delay on it. Like, it's probably feeling some kind of weight, and then it's not going to double count that weight within a certain... So it just thinks I shouldn't be on there or something? Oh, it doesn't count you at all? It doesn't ever count me. Oh, weird. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. And that's why I think it's strange. But I think that it's, you know, it's slightly inaccurate. It's probably way low then for what, whoever uses the trail. And if it's an outpost, it's near the end of what the actual cultural trail, correct? Right, yeah. And so I so, got to imagine that number is, might be a couple thousand if you're sampling in the center of downtown. Yeah. Maybe the city can, like, be in um, competition with Copenhagen. <laughs> I don't know, but I was, was like reading or not reading, but um, watching the somebody feed Phil when I wanted to go to Copenhagen because they said it was the most bike friendly city on the planet. And I don't know, this seems kind of like it's pretty bike friendly, but if that's the most bike friendly city on the planet, I kind of want to go there too. <laughs>
So Indianapolis's big inflection point was kind of that big, you know, down white flight kind of downturn everybody experienced, and like they kind of had a visionary response, and they um, made this big thing called Unigov in the in 1970, and it was like one of the like a, a really the first major city county consolidation in a long time, um, and. So right there, they, you know, they, they kind of responded right away to the crisis they were facing. Is this one of these cities that the whole county is the city, or is there other, are there other towns? There are other towns in the county, but most of the county is a city. Okay. Hmm. I guess, well, when we visit the NASCAR Museum, Speedway is a separate city. Okay. We want to go do that this weekend. It seems neat. I know nothing about car racing, and I really am not a car racing person, but it just seems fun, and it seems like it, this is the city, like, I don't know, whenever we would say we're going here, people would be like, are you a NASCAR fan? And I'm like, no, or no, I'm not. fan, the Indy 500s, a more prominent race than the NASCAR oh, races. I know, but I would get that, like, <laughs> a car, I would get, Na- well, where's NASCAR then? Well, there, there's NASCAR races on the Indy track as well. Okay. The one race, the only race I've been to, well, I guess I, I probably went to, like, the Cleveland Grand Prix or whatever, but the race I went to here was actually a NASCAR race. Like, See, you've actually done things then. Like, uh, well, your dad races cars. Yeah. So that's why. Like, he fixes up old cars and races them. But I, like, have no idea anything about any of these things. I am a soccer fan and... That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Olympics and soccer. So I watch my running and my weird tracky sports and things weird like that. Weird tracky sports. Weird tracky sports. <laughs> I mean, because it's not, so I don't know. It's hard to find track clubs for everybody, but you can go play soccer anywhere. You can go play baseball anywhere. You can go play basketball anywhere. All those, well, I guess soccer is not officially American American, but I think like, it's becoming more so. For some reason, we were not in the World Cup, though. That we were just didn't qualify. And the tiniest little nation in the World Cup got second place. That is half the population of New York City. That still flabbergasts me. That Croatia is half, like, half the population of New York City was, like, second place in the World Cup. Huh. It only takes, what, 11 people on a soccer team, right? Yes, but, like, they have so many less people to choose from. We have this entire huge nation. We didn't even qualify. That's crazy. It's pretty embarrassing. (laughs) It's really embarrassing. (laughs) Like, what happened there? You said FIFA's, like, corrupt, but I don't think that's the reason why we didn't... That affects other things. The other thing is, like, most of the people that we, like, play against to qualify are all these little island nations. Or all these little tiny little nations. Like, they're not big. We couldn't even so beat the islands. So really terrible at soccer this year, I guess. Or at least past two, a couple years. Because it doesn't take, like, a couple years to qualify, I think. Anyway, so what are our hopes for this? What, we have a week and a half left to go here? Oh, yeah. What do we want to do? We want to go to the, the Speedway thing. I personally want to do the Modon Trail early one morning. Modon Trail? I think the big bike trail that goes north. Not the whole thing, but okay, a decent chunk. Our Airbnb person said we should check that out. Yeah. 
Maybe we can do that sometime. That'd be fun. Potentially could. I mean... If it's not like a bad weather day on Sunday, that might be a fun thing to do on Sunday. We at least could go like a mile or two on it because it'd be mm-hmm. nice to not have to drive to it. And go oh. Like, yeah. But it, it starts downtown. It's like just it off does? downtown. Yeah. Like oh. The entrance is actually, it's it's near Mass Avenue, I think. Oh, interesting. Well, that sounds fun. What other big things do you want to do here yet? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Yeah, it's near 10th Street in Mass Avenue. We're just having a lot of fun. The kids and I are having a lot of fun just, like, really utilizing the library nearby. It's got a lot of little fun things. I mean, today we went and watched the Lego Batman movie. And yesterday there was a Silly Safari show, so it was like an animal show and... I think the day before that we went to story time <laughs> <laughs> and and like the one librarian we went to a bicycle festival on saturday and that was like that was really cool that was really cool that honestly i think that was my highlight my highest highlight of the uh the indie crit indie crit criterium criterion criterium I don't know what that means in the context of bicycle. I, I have know, no idea. I don't know bicycle. But that was really, was like, fun. if you ever get to um, come during July, I guess. It was at the July 14th. They had it this year. But the Indy Criterium Bike Festival was really fun. And Ephraim was second place in his race. Yeah. And, uh, they had five racing. Six race. They had races for different groups of kids. And he was yeah. in the five to six one. And um, I was kind of wondering when he was about to set out there. I was like... He's going to do pretty well. <laughs> and he got second place. It's very good. Yeah. He's He's got some scrappiness to him that yeah. makes him do well. He looks extra things. scrappy because of his funny looking bike. Yes, his bike <laughs> is a converted girl's bike. Not that you have to have a girl's versus boy, whatever. But it is a Barbie bike. And traditionally that would be like a girl's bike. And so it's pink and purple, and he covered it with duct tape because we're like, hey, this bike doesn't have broken pedals on it, and someone is giving it away for free, and you need a bike. (laughs) And so he decided to make it his project to put duct tape all over it. I think he, like, made a Pokemon or something on it, but I just can't see it. Something, some design is on there. Yeah, two Pokemon Pokemon on there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't see it very well. So it's. He did a good job. He did a really good job covering it. He's he's really good with tape. Very good at projects with with um, just creating things. So yeah, he covered it and had and you know raced it. I guess he he just just has some grit to him and just goes and kind of. I don't know. I think I remember when he was had that little tiny bike. And he could, those wheels are so small. He could, like, keep up with his brother on a much bigger bike. And he had to pedal so far, so hard. Yeah. And now he's got a much bigger bike. I calculated that one time, and he was doing, like, I swear he was doing, like, 100 RP or something like that. No, maybe it was more than that. I I, I did, like, the math in my head because I was noticing his wheel was, like, half of the diameter of Ben's wheel on this little tiny bike he had before. And, you know, that would mean, therefore, it would be, like, you know, 
three point one fourth of the yeah of the um radius or whatever yeah <laughs> so it mean you basically have to do three resolute revolutions to keep up with Ben's single revolution and he was difference. keeping up with Ben <laughs> yeah we'll Maybe see where that goes with <laughs> we'll crazy. see we'll see where he goes with that I wonder <laughs> if he'll be able to to do some great things athletically someday we'll see I mean he seems to have some ability now so we'll see yeah Anyway, is there anything else? I feel like I'm being boring today. Oh, it's okay. I, we, we've been talking for a while. I think I figured out my big thing, though, with the, with the Monon Trail. Okay. Maybe I should try to go work at Broad Ripple, because people keep saying, you should go to Broad Ripple. He goes to different coffee shops to work. That's what he does. Yep. That's my tourism. <laughs> he, yeah, that's his tourism. We um don't really have a desk in this Airbnb or anywhere like to sit other than like a small table and a little bar, a breakfast bar, I guess. And so it's just not conducive to working if you have lots of children running around. There's not a place you can escape to. So he goes to coffee shops and the library and the big library. The big library is really big in the downtown, I think. Yeah. People could totally use it as a free co-working space for It's really nice, too. Job and it's very nice. Nobody would ever blink an eye at it. They had fun little green room thing. Or, or what is it? No. Not green yeah, room. It's a green it's, room. Is that it? what the... Green screen? Green screen. There you go. There you go. Green screen. That the kids were really enjoying <laughs> with it. And then I guess they had a smaller version of it at the um, Children's Museum at their little Indianapolis library there. But that... It's too small and the camera set off that you can't ever actually get the things to pretend to work right <laughs> so that the green screen in the um the main library is way better and i mean it's just fun to be on a stage pretending to do things it's kind of almost like a i don't know charades or something yeah <laughs> but anyway so there's fun some, some fun more fun things we did and that is all I have for today. Cool. Hopefully we will do one more while we're here, one more podcast. Yeah. And it will be a wrap-up, maybe, of all of our lovely adventures. We could do it as a wrap. A wrap as a wrap, wrap. A wrap-up wrap, yes. I cannot rap, so if it's rapping, it's probably for you. I'll work you. on that. All right, he's going to learn how to rap, <laughs> which, yeah. He can drum. He could probably drum and do some kind of beat with it. We didn't even talk about the rhythm center. Oh, you haven't even talked about the rhythm. We'll save that for next time. Yes, we'll save that for next time. <laughs> we there's many things I feel like we skipped, but that's okay. There's otherwise we'll bore you to death or take forever. I don't know. It is late, so we should get to bed. Yeah, and, let's give it to you. All right, take care. Bye. Bye.